0: This morning, uh, this afternoon for some of you, uh, I'm going to give a a simple talk on mindfulness of the body. Buddha said that mindfulness of the body is integral to our awakening. Integral to our awakening. Uh, The Buddha's main practice, of course, is the practice of mindfulness mindfulness is the the practice through which we can awaken. The Buddha uh, really made that clear. It was his practice, the practice that he taught primarily uh, in the service of uh, awakening, knowing a greater happiness in life, uh, alleviating suffering. Uh, he said uh, in the Sadi Patana Sutta, he said this he begins by saying this is the most direct path to freedom from suffering, to awakening. To finding happiness in this life. It's the path of mindfulness. Now, of course, the path of mindfulness, and then he, of course he lays out the four foundations, establishings of mindfulness. Uh, the path of mindfulness begins with mindfulness of the body that's the first foundation of mindfulness and of course the teaching on mindfulness of the body begins with mindfulness of the breath the way I like to think about that sometimes is we begin with just picking one spot in the body to learn to be mindful of remember to be mindful of an experience like the body or the breath means to put the mind on that experience and to keep the mind there and then through that keeping the mind there, understanding the experience. So uh, we begin with mindfulness of the body and mindfulness of the breath centers us in the body. And then in the Buddhist teachings on mindfulness, we maintain mindfulness of the body throughout the process of being mindful. uh, Even when we're mindful of the other things that we're asked to be mindful of, like the feeling tone of the body and the mind and the emotions, uh, we're still maintaining mindfulness of the body. So the Buddha said, if you can maintain, develop and maintain mindfulness of the body, you can awaken. Uh, He said, they awaken always wide awake, Gautama's disciples, whose mindfulness, both day and night, is constantly immersed in the body. So we, uh, our mindfulness is constantly immersed in the body. That's our charge ultimately. So we'll awaken uh, if uh, we're able to develop a mindfulness that we are able to maintain, uh, a mindfulness that both day and night is constantly immersed in the body. So that's what we're striving for: is that uh, the mind is on the body, that we have this mindfulness of the body. Uh, that we uh, are able to uh, develop it and maintain it. Now, there's many aspects to this teaching. I mean, I could give Dharma talk after Dharma talk after Dharma talk, and often the Dharma talks that I give are on some aspect of mindfulness of the body. Uh, Today I want to, uh, uh, as simply as possible, uh, focus on the importance of developing full body awareness uh, and just that the importance of that in general. Uh, that uh, what we're asked to do in the Buddha's instructions and that what's going to enable us to awaken is to develop a full body awareness, a full body awareness. So to be able to develop that full body awareness, and that's what the Buddha is describing here, of course, whose mindfulness both day and night is constantly immersed, so our awareness is immersed in the full body. So. Uh, Constantly immersed in the full body is, 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 a, is, a, is a long-term goal. But the more that we can develop a full body awareness, the more uh, our potential for awakening, for understanding, for finding freedom, for finding happiness. So uh, I want to really emphasize that in this talk, uh, the importance of full body awareness, full body awareness. So we learn to develop full body awareness in breath meditation practice. Uh, It's an essential aspect of breath meditation practice. Um, We can find it specifically in the instruction that we give in step three, right? So we begin with uh, putting the mind on the breath in step one. In step two, we cultivate an easeful breath, uh, so the mind, the more the breath is easeful, the more the mind will incline into the body and want to stay in the body. Uh, and then in step three, we open our awareness to the full body and we cultivate an easeful abiding in the full body. Uh, and even in step four, if we want to use that nomenclature, you know, we can come back to the one point with the breath, but it's really a foreground and background. And there's still an awareness of the body. So somebody asked this question in our Monday group the other day, which I thought was a good question. You know, how do you maintain this mindfulness of the body in all postures as you go throughout the day? I mean, generally, you know, if you're on, you know, public transportation or you're walking down the street or you're in a class or even right now in this moment, uh, the more you work in your breath meditation practice to develop full body awareness. Uh, uh, and the more you practice off the cushion to develop it, uh, you develop this ability to kind of have the breath as a center that to some extent you're aware of uh, uh, somewhere down here in the body, the breath. And and then there's, there's a general awareness of the body. So even right now, uh, there's sort of a general... Uh, it's not like I'm focusing on the body right now because I'm talking to you guys, right? But there's a sense of the breath being there and then there's a some awareness of the body there's a, some sense of awareness of the body uh, I'm trying to think of the term that my teacher used you know it's it's the degree of participation i always love that so it's sort of like when i'm doing my step three in breath meditation the degree of participation in the breath is a hundred percent hopefully uh, now maybe the degree of participation in the breath and the body you know is you know. or 20% or whatever, but there's some awareness of that, right? There's some awareness of uh, the breath and the body. uh, And and then that's kind of what we want to be able to do is to maintain that. So, you know, we're in the body, we're in the body, uh, in all of our activities as we go throughout the day. So usually, you know, if you're on public transportation, or you're in a Dharma class you know you use the breath to kind of center yourself in the body Uh, you know that's kind of you know it's like you have a go-to spot all right I'm going to keep the mind right there on the I'm going to you know use that as your reference point but that sort of brings you into the body and you have some awareness of uh, the full body when you do that when you do that so uh, so uh, this developing this full body awareness, this sensitivity really to the body, uh, is an essential aspect of the breath meditation practice. So, uh, a good question for us to ask is where are we in terms of full body awareness? Uh, for some people, uh, it's a real challenge. Full body awareness, developing full body awareness, uh, you know. From my own perspective, it was a full. It was a challenge. You know, and 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 look, I mean, I I wasn't somebody who I I mean I was in my head completely (laughs) or pretty much completely but it wasn't I wasn't somebody who didn't have uh, some experience of the body through playing sports and exercise and you know things like that Uh, but my my awareness was of the body was still not you know I I mean many athletes you know who you know or you know people who use their bodies might not have a good awareness or real mindfulness of the body it's like you can go you can go to the gym I, I've heard this happens but people go to the gym and actually like they're on the phones and watching the TV while they're on the treadmill you know uh, you know it's like you know I'm working the body out but I really have no sense of the body so so it, it, you know for me it was a real challenge to develop it uh, you know there's there's basically two elements to To how you develop a full body. I mean, there's there's a lot of pieces to it, right? There's a lot of pieces to it. Uh, uh, You know, I mean, what we talked about, I think, you know, last week in terms of thinking. Thinking is a big piece, working with your thinking. You know, renunciation is a big piece. Uh, But, you know, what it comes down to, you know, really is uh, practice, you you know, following the instructions. You know the Buddhist instructions are are, are laid out for us uh, that we should develop uh, you know this body full body awareness uh, and uh, you know so following those instructions and then just practice you know for me it was just sort of this you know every day you know that's why every day you know when I get up in the morning you know and I take my shower and I do a little walking meditation which really helps me get awake. <laughs> but also helps me start to get into the body and feel the breath and feel the body moving. Like when I do my walking meditation, I wanna feel the breath and then I wanna try to feel the body a little bit. All right, this is what the body feels like when I'm moving and the eyes open. I do my sitting and, uh, you know, I have certain things that I wanna make sure, you know, all right, I've got 45 minutes here, you know, and, you know, may not be as wide awake as I'd like to be in the morning. There's certain things I know that I want to try my best, you know. And after working with this for years, I'm pretty good at accomplishing those objectives. And one of the most important objectives of the sitting for me is to get into that full body awareness, you know, even if it's only for five minutes, even if it's only for a minute, to have some full body awareness in my sitting, you know. Uh, and that's that's how you develop it you know it's that day-to-day it's a minute today and a minute tomorrow and and then you know days like we had yesterday with the day-long retreat you can really get into it more you know we had our eight-day retreat a few of you were there you know you can really get into the body uh you know but it's that day-to-day to -to -to day-to-day practice of developing it and certainly practices you know like yoga Uh, i'm a big advocate of Uh, really help with developing that full-body awareness. Uh, We used to do uh, some classes and some retreats with meditation and yoga. Some of you participated in those. Hopefully we'll do those again, God willing, uh, going forward. But uh, we we used to do this class sometimes uh, where it was a two-hour class and we would uh, we would do a half-hour yoga, half-hour meditation, half-hour yoga, Half hour meditation, and people would really get into the body. So, those are things, you know, using practices like yoga, developing practices like yoga, Tai Chi, Qigong, can help. Uh, but you can develop full body awareness through the Buddha's instructions for mindfulness of breathing, but you have to follow those instructions. You have to go through them in a way similar to what I talked about in the Dhamma talk today. You know, Tenasura Bhikkhu, who really is a uh, one of the foremost translators of the Buddha's suttas, uh, and really is 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 really kind of dedicated to being very clear on what the Buddha's teachings say in terms of their instructions for meditation. Uh, you know, one of the things he's written about to some extent is uh, how, uh, how how the development of full body awareness is integral to the instruction. Uh, because a lot of people that have translated the, the suttas and the uh, the Manapanasate Sutta and the Mindfulness of Breathing Sutta have kind of left that out, you know. Uh, and uh, uh, you know, he, he's very clear about how uh, you know the Buddha said you have to develop this full body awareness. Uh, his teacher Ajahn Fuang uh, said used to say that there were three things that he really emphasized in terms of concentration practice. One. You have to develop strong concentration, you know, because you've got to be able to develop, you know, maintain these qualities in all postures. So you have to develop strong concentration. Two, you really have to work at, at these elements of the concentration. You really have to, you know, spend time, you know, working with the full body awareness and the evaluation of the breath. Uh, these are processes that, you know, really demand, you know, trial and error and, you know, all the different aspects of, uh, that go into developing any kind of skill. And then three, that full body awareness is essential for developing concentration and ultimately insight and insight. So our practice is to develop the full body awareness and, and to maintain it. And to maintain it in all postures to the best of our ability as we go throughout the course of our day now there's many reasons why this is important many reasons again you know i could give myriad dharma talks and i have and i will on on why this is important Uh, but what i want to emphasize today and i just spoke to it a little bit is uh in terms of a primary reason why it's important to develop full-body awareness is that having full-body awareness enables us to develop mindfulness of mind, mindfulness of emotions, right? So, so, and, and and I mean, this is something that, you know, as a teacher, it's been so interesting for me to see and just in working with people over the years that, uh, you know, how somebody's capacity to really develop uh Uh, skill in being mindful of the mind, mindful of the emotions, uh, how that's correlative to uh, their ability to maintain in all postures full body awareness. And of course, I've seen that for myself. Uh, So if there's mindfulness of the full body, if we have full body awareness, uh, then we notice mindful mind states If it's anger, if it's worry, if it's anxiety, if, you know, just think of all the different mind states, emotions, if there's full body awareness, we notice the arising of the emotions or we notice the emotions when they have arisen or we notice the emotions uh, more uh, sooner after they have arisen. Right. So our capacity to notice the emotions that arise uh, is uh, dependent on having full body awareness. Right. And of course, we want to notice the arising of the emotion as close to its arising as it can, as we can. Uh, uh, And the more we develop full body awareness, the more we're able to notice it uh, closer and closer to its arising. So another way to think about this is we develop sensitivity to the arising of the emotion, right? So, because we want to learn, we learn the emotions arise in the body, right? They arise in the body. It Might be triggered by a thought of something that you have to do later, and then that emotion arises in the body, that anxiety, right? Uh, So, uh, you know, it's a little bit of the chicken and the egg because it's a cycle, right? Uh, but you know, even as you're you're sitting here and listening, uh, you know there may be a certain emotion arising. You know, like confusion, right, uh, or anxiety. I don't get it, or some other, or or some anxiety maybe arising about something that you have to do later on, uh, that kind of a thing. Or you want to ask a question, you know, and there's like you feel that sort of uh, you know agitation about that, you know, so. You know, we notice these emotions as they arise, as they manifest in the body as form. So, that if we have full body awareness, we're able to notice the arising of the mind and the emotions. Now, what, what's what's quite interesting to note, and you know, and, and the Buddhist teachings speak to this, uh, is that uh, as you develop concentration, as you develop concentration, the way that we develop it, like the way that we practice developing it in the sitting today, as you develop concentration, as you develop full body awareness, uh, you'll pick up the arising of those emotions. In a lot of ways, you don't really need to do anything, right? You don't need to do anything. You'll just notice them when they arise, the more you develop full body awareness. So sometimes we say, do concentration, insight will happen. This is a perfect example of that. You, know? you don't really have to worry so much about being mindful of emotions. What you have to, quote-unquote, worry about is developing mindfulness of the body and full body awareness. If you have mindfulness of the body and full body awareness, you'll notice the emotions as they arise. You know, It's almost like if you're in a dark room you know you can't see the walls you know you know if you if you turn on the light you'll see the i'm just making this up metaphor up as i go along if you turn on the light oh there's walls you don't even have to look around are there walls i mean it's actually a fair a fairly decent analogy on the spot right you know if you have this mindfulness of the body this full body awareness you don't have to worry so much about being aware of your emotions you'll notice them when they arise so we do concentration, it's cause and effect. Develop full body awareness and you'll have an awareness of the emotions. You'll be sensitive to the emotions when they arise. It's very, always very important in the Buddhist teachings to, to understand cause and effect. The more concentration you develop in your practice, which means the more full body awareness that you develop, uh, you become more sensitive you become more sensitive to the arising of mind emotion those states you're able to pick up more subtle and subtle movements of mind and emotion right So like you know at the beginning of your practice you know I mean I, you know I think my experience is similar to a lot of people you know I mean before, I came to Dharma practice I had very little awareness of emotions and then I started to be aware but it was usually like when I got really angry you know that kind of thing and I would notice it but over the years as you develop more as I've developed more sensitivity as we practice we develop more sensitivity which means full more full-body awareness you pick up more subtle dissonances right so you know I mean how many days do I have when I'm in a really strong emotional state doesn't happen that often it's a few days a year you know hopefully this year there won't be too many you know Uh, but it's more those subtle uh, movements of anxiety and worry and dissatisfaction and disappointment that are you know kind of arising every day to some extent right but they're subtle you know they're subtle but the more you have that kind of full body awareness you pick up those subtle dissonances right you pick up those subtle dissonances And I don't have to go looking for them. You know what subtle dissonances are there today? You know, you know the body is like an antenna. The body just picks them up. You know, I don't have to go necessarily searching them out. You know, I mean sometimes that can be useful to pause and like, what am I feeling today? You know, Uh, but you know, gradually. I mean, on a good day, on a good day, I'm very sensitive to what's arising. You know, And I notice oh, there's some anxiety arising, there's a little bit of worry, there's a little bit of fear, and I pick up that dissonance in the body, and I bring awareness to it. And we're not going to talk about how to work with it today, we talk about that a lot. I bring awareness to it. Okay, there's that little bit of worry about what I have to do later on. Back to the breath, compassion, ABC, ABC, I mean the hard part about ABC is A, you
1: know,
0: how do you, you know, we could go all day and forget about A. If you don't have A, you don't have B and C. Uh, So what enables you to be aware of the emotion, or if you want to use Michelle McDonald's acronym RAIN, recognize, accept, interest, non-identification, I think they've changed it over the years, you know, you need to have that body awareness to recognize what's arising. The more full body awareness have the more you pick up the subtle dissonances. Because you know what happens, that's what you want to be able to do, right? Because if you don't pick up the subtle dissonances, pretty soon they're not so subtle, right? They add up and it compounds and now you've got a blatant dissonance, right? Now you've got a loud noise. So we're picking up those more subtle and subtle dissonances. So we all want to develop mindfulness of emotions, but the way to do that is to develop mindfulness of body to develop full body awareness, to develop your concentration essentially, but the concentration includes essentially, integrally, elementally, full body awareness. The Buddha often talked about having respect for concentration, and this is really what we're talking about, respect for concentration. We want to get right to the emotions, but if you develop concentration and again that's why Ajahn Fuang's definitions and what the Buddhist definition of what concentration is is really important right because concentration includes full body awareness if you develop that insight will happen you know that's having respect for concentration that's having respect for concentration In the mindfulness of the body sutta and I put this in the reading I just put some readings there today uh, The Buddha describes this and he says when you have mindfulness of body Mara doesn't gain an opening and I always love this it's always one of my favorite metaphors Uh, he says uh, in whomever mindfulness immersed in the body is not developed Mara gains entry Mara is the personification of unskillful mental qualities aversion and desire the Buddha says and this is his beautiful analogy he says Suppose that a man were to throw a heavy stone ball into a... The Buddha's metaphors are a little better than mine, turning the light on. But suppose that a man were to throw a heavy stone ball into a pile of wet clay. What do you think, monks? Would the heavy stone ball gain entry into the pile of wet clay? Yes, Lord. In the same way, in whomever mindfulness immersed in the body is not developed, not pursued, Mara gains an entry. Mara gains a foothold. If you don't have that mindfulness of the body, the emotion's going to arise. you're not going to notice it, you're going to grasp onto it. Now you got suffering on your hands. Because we haven't had this we haven't noticed the arising of the emotion. So we've grasped onto it, right? You know that's the problem with not noticing the arising of the emotion. We grasp onto it when we don't notice that it's arisen. If we notice that it's arisen, then we have some potential for a little bit of space and not grasping or less grasping. The Buddha follows through. Now, in whomever mindfulness immersed in the body is developed, Mara gains no entry. Mara gains no foothold. Suppose that a man were to throw a ball of string against a door panel made entirely of heartwood. What do you think? Would that light ball of string gain entry into the door panel made entirely of heartwood? No, Lord. In the same way, in whomever mindfulness immersed in the body is developed, is pursued, Mara gains no entry, gains no foothold. So if we have mindfulness of the body, we notice the arising of the emotion, you know? and we're able to have a little bit of space and perhaps cling less to it. So it's like you know, Mara wants to gain an entry, but it's like throwing a ball of string against a, a heavy wood door. It's You know, the emotion isn't going to, it's not like the emotion is bad or we're repressing the emotion. What what Mara Gains No Entry means is we're not clinging, right? Because we're aware of what's arising. So sometimes you have to explain the Buddha's metaphors a little bit. So if we have greater concentration uh, and a greater full body awareness, there's greater ease, there's pleasure, we're more able to understand the emotion with space, there's more equanimity, so we're not thrown by the arising of the emotion, there's more space, we're more able to understand in the body, and in the heart. So when the emotion arises, there's space, and we understand not intellectually, we understand in the body, okay? We understand in the body and in the heart real understanding in the teaching happens in the body and in the heart the buddha expresses this in this passage where he says simply talking a lot doesn't maintain the dhamma whoever although he's heard next to nothing sees the dhamma through his body is not heedless of the dhamma he is one who maintains the dhamma so we understand the emotion in the body and in the heart in a way that transcends intellectual understanding. That's what he's talking about in that passage. That's transcendent wisdom. And that's what we're seeking to develop. And having that full body awareness uh, enables us to tr- develop transcendent wisdom. You know, the wisdom in the body and in the heart. But that's for another Dharma talk.
1: You know,
0: we're not going to get ahead of ourselves. We start with developing full body awareness. So, Uh, we can start off with that, if you like, as as an inquiry for today or certainly for you to reflect on going forward. Where are you in terms of full body awareness? Uh, Are we developing it? Is it developed? What can we do to develop develop it? What's getting in the way of us developing it? Uh, Because if we can develop this quality, uh, there's no question that uh, this will support us greatly in our efforts to alleviate our suffering and know a greater happiness